listening to I Love Old Time Radio with your host, Virtual Vinny. We are wrapping up the week here on I Love Old Time Radio. Welcome, Old Time Radio fans. I'm your host, Virtual Vinny. You can interact with us via social media on Facebook at I Love Old Time Radio and on Twitter at I Love OT Radio. You can send feedback to us via the contact form on our website at I Love If you enjoy this program, please take the time to rate and review us at review.iloveoldtimeradio.com. I Love Old Time Radio produces a new show every Monday through Friday, each day with a different theme. Fridays, we hope to say the secret word on You Bet Your Life. This episode originally aired on November 23rd, 1949. And George, what is the secret word? Ladies and gentlemen, don't mention this to a soul, but the secret word tonight is sky. S-K-Y. Really? You bet your life. Belgium, America, creator of America's most beautiful compacts, smartest cigarette cases, magic action lighters, finest dresser sets, presents Groucho Marx in the Elgin American show, You Bet Your Life, a comedy quiz series produced and transcribed from Hollywood. And here's that sterling Elgin American, the one, the only... Groucho When did he get out? Oh, that's me, Groucho Marx. <laughs> Thank you. Well, here I am again with $1,500 for one of our couples tonight. George Fenneman, who's first to try and take it away from me? Just before we went on the air, our studio audience selected the father of a bride and the mother of a groom. And here they are, Mrs. Faye Levine and Mr. Martin McHugh. Meet Groucho Marx. Welcome for Elgin American Compacts, folks. And if one of you says the secret word, he wins a 16-millimeter Apollo Sound movie projector instantly. It's a common word, something you see every day. Mr. Martin uh, McHugh, huh? That's right. You're the father of the bride, huh? How, how do you feel? I have felt peppier. <laughs> Why don't you get some sleep? I will when the wedding's over. Uh, aren't you married? <laughs> My daughter's getting married. Mm. You mean your daughter's wedding, huh? That's right. You're, you're the mother of the groom, eh, Mr. Yes. B? Huh? When is your son going to be bridal? I mean married, huh? Uh, February. February, huh? How long have you known Mr. McHugh? I don't know Mr. McHugh. <laughs> then I don't think you two should get married, huh? We're not. Uh, Mrs. Levine, uh, who just is getting married? Uh, My son. Your, your and son? his daughter. Uh, to, to each other? <laughs> No, not to each other. Why not? Why aren't they? They don't know each other. They don't know each other. No. What better reason do you want for getting married? Well, <laughs> uh, let's get better acquainted with it. How, how long have you been married, Mr. McHugh? Huh? About 22 years. Mm-hmm. Now, how, how'd you meet your wife? Well, I met her in boarding house in St. Louis. Saw her coming down the steps one morning as I was about to eat breakfast, and that finished me for the breakfast. I didn't eat any. <laughs> You were eating breakfast on the steps? I started. <laughs> no, at the table. But I saw her coming down the steps. What were you eating? Do you remember? Well, I started to drink some coffee. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, that was grounds for marriage? That right there, yes. I was hooked right there. 
How, how did you meet your husband, Mrs. Levine? Huh? Well, I came from London to Toronto, Canada. Mm-hmm. And my husband had been living at my sister's six weeks. Uh-huh. And? Well, it looked like uh, something that I thought would be just right. For your sister? No, my sister. <laughs> your sister didn't care for him? Well, she was married. Answer my question, Mrs. Levine. Well, will your son and his wife live with you or with her folks? Sir? Are they going to live on their own? They're going to they're going to live on their own what? Huh? <laughs> oh, they're going to live by themselves. Huh? Why don't they live together? Huh? <laughs> what sort of work uh, does your husband do? Well, he has the Carlo cleaners. The Carlo cleaners. And what is your occupation, Mr. McHugh? I sell surgical instruments and hospital supplies for the ASLO company. Anything exciting ever happened on your job that you'd care to relate, Mr. McHugh? Well, something happened just a couple of weeks ago that I thought was quite funny. You did, huh? A customer called up, a woman customer, and she immediately complained about receiving a piece of equipment that was damaged. And finally she said, well, I can't hear you talk louder. And I did. I talked much louder. And finally, there was. she said she couldn't hear me again, and then there was a lull in the conversation. The next thing I heard, she said, uh, I'm, I'm sorry, but I'll have to call you back. My battery went out. Did she say who it went out with? And... <laughs> now, Mr. McHugh, as the father of the bride, tell me, are you the big wheel at the wedding? Well, I think I am. I'm supposed to be. In what way? Uh... Well, I pay all the bills. <laughs> How much is the wedding going to set you back, uh, approximately? Uh? Oh, I'd say roughly in the neighborhood of $2,000. That's a fairly rough neighborhood. Isn't it? <laughs> Aside from that little $2,000 item, Mr. McHugh, uh, what are some of your other duties connected with the wedding? Well, I've got to give the bride away. And $2,000 giveaway. Huh? <laughs> I hope the FCC doesn't stop the music. Huh? Is that all you do at the wedding? Just give away the bride? No, I act as host and see that everybody's happy and gets enough to eat and drink. Mm-hmm. Well, you look like a pretty genial host, Mr. McHugh. So all the guests are going to be very happy there. Well, we hope so. I hope so, too. Huh? And if your daughter is half as cute as you are, I think it's going to be... <laughs> Has the, has the swag started rolling in yet? The, you know, the wedding stuff? Uh, well, uh, yes, uh, a few things have. Uh-huh. You know why everybody sends presents to the bride, don't you? The only chance they have of getting rid of some of the junk that they got on their wedding. Right? Uh, Groucho. Yeah, yes, George? I, um, I'd like to make a suggestion to Mr. McHugh. Well, you go right ahead, George. Yeah. All right, you know, it's customary. Nobody makes finer suggestions than you do. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. McHugh, you know, it's customary for the bride to give nice remembrances to her bridesmaids. And compacts, pearls, and cigarette cases by Elgin American are certainly wonderful gifts at weddings everywhere. Thank you, George. I now pronounce you Elgin American. <laughs> <laughs> and speaking of gifts, what are you going to give Mrs. Levine here? Well, Elgin American's beautiful dresser set, finished in jeweler's bronze that looks like gold. A perfect gift. How do you like it, Mrs. L? I like it very well. Oh. It's just what I need. Well, How was the wedding, huh? He's not married He's yet. not married yet. No. Groom got cold feet, huh? No, I Usually, think... as most husbands discover, it's the bride that has the cold feet, huh?
thank all you foot warmers out there. Huh? <laughs> now, Mr. McHugh, let's get back to you. As father of the bride, what are some of your expenses? Well, I have to buy the trousseau for the bride and the food and all various other things. Mm -hmm. You seem to be providing everything for the wedding. Looks like Doesn't it. the groom's family supply anything? Nothing more than the groom. <laughs> well, that's certainly little enough, huh? <laughs> Do you think that's fair, Mrs. Levine? Well, yes, because the uh, groom has to pay all expenses afterwards. <laughs> yeah, but after the wedding, the bride's father has all the bills to pay, while the groom's father has a, has a room to rent. Huh? <laughs> now let's play you bet your wife. Let's play you bet your life. In just one minute, you're going to work together as a team for $1,500. But right now, I want you to listen carefully to some interesting conversation. Mary, what can I give Eleanor Blake for Christmas? She has everything. She may have everything, but her bedroom hasn't. Of course. She needs a dresser set. You've given me a wonderful idea. And dresser sets are the decorator touch every bedroom needs today. Elgin American dresser sets for the most beauty, most value. They're exquisitely styled, engraved, and finished. Precision made to the last nylon bristles. Extremely value priced. Comb, brush, and mirror from just $14.95. From $7.95 for Elgin American's companion line of American Beauty dresser sets. So bring your bedroom, your guest room, up to the minute. Buy Elgin American dresser sets tomorrow. And buy them for the important, impressive gifts they make. Just make sure they are first in fashion, first in value. Elgin American dresser sets. Now then, let's see how well you two will do in the quiz. Fenneman, tell them how you play uh, You Bet Your Life. Each of our three couples has $20. They bet as much of that 20 as they want on each of four questions. The couple that earns the most money gets a chance at the $1,500 question at the end of the show. Our other two couples are in a waiting room off stage, so they don't know what's happening out here. Here we go. Let's see how high I can build you $20. You selected questions on famous hotels? That's right. Here's your first question. How much of the 20 will you go for? How about five? Should we bet five? Five. In what city do you find the Terrace Plaza Hotel? No. One answer between you. Take a guess. I'm sorry, the bell is tolled. It's Cincinnati. They now have $15. You now have $15. Remember, you're going for $1,500 tonight. Now, how much of the 15 are you going to try? Try 10 this time. In what city do you find the Palmer House Hotel? Chicago. Chicago is right. Now they're on their way. They have $25. Now you've got $25. Here's your third question. How much of the 25 will you try? You try 20. 20. In what city do you find the Sherry Netherlands Hotel? New York. New York is right. The little lady is right. They're climbing now. They have $45. Give the little lady $45. Here's your last chance. I'll tell you what I'm going to do. Here's your last chance to beat the other couple. How much of the 45 are you going to try? 45. In what city do you find the Roney Plaza Hotel? San Francisco? I know. No, I, I'm, I'm sorry. It's Miami Beach. Sorry. Well, I'm really amazed. I thought when you came up here, you'd walk off with a lot of money. I'm going to give you one more chance to get rich quick. Answer this question correctly, and I'll hand over $10 in cash. And remember, no help in the audience, please. Who is buried in Grant's tomb? Grant. Uh, Grant is right. <laughs> Thanks, and good luck from Elgin American Compacts. Don't go away now. You're still in the running for the big question. Fenneman? 
Who's next in the docket? A butcher and a housewife, Groucho. They don't know the secret word is sky. Our housewife is Mrs. Helen Hall, and our butcher is Mr. Jack Jeffries. And here they come. Folks, meet Groucho Marx. Welcome to your bet your life. And if one of you says the secret word, he wins a 16-millimeter Apollo Sound movie projector instantly. It's a common word, something you see every day. A butcher and a housewife, eh? Mr. Uh, Jeffries, eh? Where do, you, where do you do your butchering, Mr. Jeffries? Ralph's Market. And where are you from, Frankfurt? Uh, Arkansas. And where are you from, Mrs. Uh, Hall? Do you mean originally? <laughs> <laughs> Let's forget our ancestors swinging in the trees. Huh? <laughs> just, uh, just tell me where you were born, Helen. I'll uh, call you Helen, huh? Okay. Okay. Uh, I was born Helen in Kalamazoo, Michigan. And you, Jack Jeffries, you're not related to Jim Jeffries, huh? Oh, distantly. You are. Tell me, Sue Bone. Uh... <laughs> How long have you been butchering meat? About five years. Mm -hmm. Five years? Now, there's always something I want to know about butchers. How can you tell the weight of meat? For example, a customer says, give me a pound of ground round, and you scoop up a slab, and it always comes out a pound. Well, Why know, is that? After... Do you go by rule of thumb? <laughs> well, after handling meat for so long a time, you know, you begin to it kind of comes second nature. You can put in there, pick mm -hmm. up a pound, and... But you admit there's a small it. margin of error, huh? Well, very small. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Just enough to buy a Cadillac at the end of the year? <laughs> Now, tell me, Lamb Chops, what is the busiest time of the year for you, huh? Well, Thanksgiving, Christmas. Well, you're busy right about now, then. Yes, huh? sir. How much are turkeys this year? Fifty-two cents undressed, fifty-nine dressed. <laughs> what do you dress them in, mink? <laughs> what size turkey do you consider the best? Well, I think a bird of about 15-pound bird is the best eating bird. Mm -hmm. I'm not interested in how he eats. I mean, how does, <laughs> how does he taste? That's what I want to know. Now, uh, how, how long have you been married, uh, uh, Helen? Well, I've been married seven years. Mm-hmm. Well, don't have to be belligerent about it. <laughs> what does your husband do? He's doing secret work for the Navy. How'd you meet him, uh, Helen? Well, Groucho, I was uh, going to a surprise party to a gain of girls. So I went out and bought me the most beautiful black chiffon dress that you ever saw, quite long and full. And You were quite long and full, huh? <laughs> no, the dress was. Oh, the, you were short and empty, huh? Sure. <laughs> and then the day of the party, uh, it looked almost like rain. And so what I... did the party? And... <laughs> The day. Oh, the day looked it was, like You know, I looked out into the sky, and it was quite... You said sky, Helen, and that's the secret word. George, tell her what she wins. A 16-millimeter Apollo sound movie projector. Oh. Now you can show regular Hollywood sound movies or movies you take yourself and it sells for $129.50. Now, what were we talking about when the sky well, fell Well, I was on talking there, yeah? about the sky. Oh, yes, you, yes, that's right. <laughs> and then I started up the street and I had to go about four blocks to a bus line. And then the rain came down. It just came down in all directions. <laughs> and, they don't uh, do that, you know. Sure, you don't know what happened to my nice new dress. My dress kept creeping up and up until I... <laughs> you know what? Uh, she finds when it gets wet. Oh, yes. I have it... trouble with it all the time. <laughs> well, it wads up into a ball, and so it just kept creeping up, and it kept creeping up. And where was and... the bus driver? Huh? Well, it went... 
I had this great big mammoth umbrella. Mm-hmm. And so I was getting it in front of me. And then pretty soon there was a car drove up. And uh, <laughs> some man stuck his head out of the door. And he says, well, lady, he said, would you like to have a ride? Uh-huh. Well, when is the next installment of this, huh? <laughs> I'll have to wait a week for that. Well, could I tell the rest of it? I spread the umbrella the best I could over my lap when I got into the car, and so he drove me home. And uh, while I was changing my clothes into something dry, why, he and my mother had a cup of tea and a cup, you know, and some cake. Yeah. And so they got acquainted, and uh, so I don't know, just somehow or rather we got married. And that fellow's not your father? Well, Groucho, he's my husband now. We got married in about six months. I see. Well, that, was, that turned out very well, I think. Well, you make a charming couple, and we have the perfect gifts from our sponsor. George, would you mind doing the honors? For Mrs. Hall, pearls. The finest simulated pearls at any price. Elgin American pearls. Ooh. They're beautiful, and thank you. And for Mr. Jeffries, the perfect gift for any man. Elgin American's popular cigarette case with today's smart leather-like look. Okay, now let's play you bet your life for $1,500. You're on your 20 bucks into more than the other couple, and you get a chance at a big question later. Fenneman's offstage remind our listeners how much the first couple won. Tell them, George. The father of the bride and the mother of the groom lost all their money, so these people have a clear field. Here we go. Let's see how high I can build you $20. You selected mountains west of the Mississippi. Is that right? That's right. Here's your first question. How much will you bet? Ten. Ten? Ten? All right. All right. And what state do you find Mount Whitney? Um. California. California is right, huh? Well, we're off to a good start. They have $30, Groucho. How much of your $30 will you bet? $20. 20 Okay. In what state is Liberty Gap Mountain? Liberty Gap Mountain. You know. Sounds like double tone. You know. Liberty Gap Mountain. You know? Tennessee. Take a guess. Take a guess. Oh, no. uh, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. It's right. Washington. That's right. It's Washington. That's a tough one, though. They now have $10. You now have $10. Here's your third question. You have $10 left. Now, how much are you going to bet? Bet a dollar. No, I'm not. I'm going to make it last. Well, I've got one more question. Come on, yes. You have another question there, please. Five. Five. All right. In what state is Pikes Peak? Colorado. Yeah. Colorado is correct. <laughs> and they're on their way again with $15. All right, you're rolling along. you got $15. Here's your last chance to beat the other couple. How much of the 15 are you going to go for? Bet it all. All right, all of it. Oh, you're going on a bet it all. Oh. And what state is Mount Palomar? California. California! Oh. And they wind up with a grand total of $30. Thanks and good luck from Elgin American Compacts. Now, in just one minute, our last couple will play You Bet Your Life, and then we know it gets the $1,500 question. But at the moment, I'd like you to listen to this. Sterling silver, gleaming gold, jewelers bronze are used, I'm told, in making compacts of such fame, they bear the Elgin American name. They must be very expensive if they're made of such wonderful material. They look expensive, we'll admit, but looks are not the half of it. Precision crafted, value packed at any price, the best compact. Beautifully styled, superbly finished. Yet the price is so diminished. Well, how much are Elgin American compacts? As little as three ninety-five. And for the thriftiest man alive who wants a compact for his cutie, there's the companion line of American Beauty. Two ninety-five is all for these. So if you want your gift to please, say Elgin American when you buy. Now Groucho's waiting, so I must fly. <laughs> Now, then, 
time will soon know who's going to earn the most money and get the chance at the $1,500 question. George, who's leading so far? Well, the butcher and the housewife are leading with $30. Our final couple is about to come in from their waiting room offstage. They don't know the secret word is sky. We invited some bail bondsmen and some process service to the show tonight. And just before we went on the air, our studio audience selected bondsman Frank Dubolio and process server Robert Berge. And here they are. Gentlemen, meet Groucho Marx. Welcome for Elgin American Compact. And if one of you says the secret word, he wins a 16-millimeter Apollo sound movie projector. It's a common word, something you see every day. Mr., uh, you're a bail bondsman? That's right, sir. Uh, where are you from? Uh, Green Bale, Wisconsin? No, New York City. Are you married, or aren't you interested in the bonds of matrimony? Oh, no, I'm married. How'd you meet your wife, uh, Mr. DeBaloo? De well, I uh, dropped Did you in jump your... bail and land on your lap? <laughs> Not quite. I went into a drugstore one day, ordered a Coke, and reached in my pocket, and I didn't have a nickel. Fortunately, she happened to be sitting next to me, so I struck up an acquaintance, you know, and borrowed a nickel, and uh, so I married her. Wouldn't have been cheaper to give her the nickel back? Huh? Frankly, I think she's still trying to get it. You know, Tommy can't open it. That's you. Uh... No. As a bail, uh, bail bondsman, just what do you do? Oh, I make the acquaintance of various people and ascertain what their uh, moral characteristics are like and if they are financially responsible and try to give them bail if they can't put up cash for themselves. How much does it cost for one of your bonds? Oh, as for an example, a $1,000 bond would cost $100. I can get a $1,000 bond for 100 bucks? Mm-hmm. Does the Treasury Department know about it? <laughs> How do you know if a man is a good risk? How can you tell he's not going to skip the country after you fish him out on bail? Well, we, I talk to him and try to ascertain whether he's of good moral character. Suppose he's just blown the safe down at the bank. Do you spring him if he happens to have a kind face? <laughs> no. We try to ascertain what his uh, financial condition is. Mm -hmm. Depends on how much of the bank's cash he got away with. Huh? <laughs> How do you find what, uh, what his financial uh, position is? Well, we ask him a lot of questions. Mm -hmm. Well, suppose I was in the Bastille because they caught me in a washroom using one of those paper towels which I blotted instead of rubbed. Eh? <laughs> now, you're, you're going to go my bail. What do you want to know? I have a kind face. Now, go ahead. Huh? Well, I'd look at you through the bars, and I would probably say... Uh... The, aren't you a little premature? <laughs> Oh, you'd be in jail. I'd be on the outside. I'd ask you, uh, well, what's your booking name? Uh, George Fenneman. That's an alias. <laughs> I well, um, now, what's your true name? My true name? Margaret Truman, huh? Uh, tell me, uh, do you have any visible means of support? A girdle, but I hope it isn't visible. No. Huh? How about it? Do I get out of this flea trap? Oh, I'm sorry. You don't look uh, responsible. You're liable to skip. Flattery will get you nowhere. <laughs> That's the nicest thing that's been said to me in weeks, huh? <laughs> now, a process server, Mr. Berg, uh, in your job, just what do you do? Serve summons, complaints, and subpoenas. When is the best time to serve your papers? At night, when the victim is sound asleep? The best, best time to serve is at dinner time. I see. While the victim is saving cold cuts, you hand out hot subpoenas. Is that it? <laughs> What is a subpoena? As if I didn't have one in my back pocket. Huh? 
subpoena is in order to uh, to appear in court and give testimony, testify either for the defendant or the plaintiff. Mm-hmm. And who do you work for? I work for the uh, Golden State Process Service. How much do you get for this kind of work? Uh, we get a dollar and a half for city service and uh, two and a half for county plus mileage. Mm-hmm. And how much do you get for mileage? Seven cents a mile. That's where you make your real dough, huh? <laughs> How much would you charge to serve a summons at my house? Where do you live? You know where the Burma Road is? <laughs> you turn left there and go to Hong Kong, and it's the third Burma shave on the left. Well, we, we're happy. We're delighted to have you two as our guests tonight, and in return, we have some lovely gifts from our sponsor. For the bail bondsman, Elgin American's exclusive heart-shaped compact that's definitely different, something your wife will truly appreciate. It's jeweler's bronze that looks like gold. Well, thank you very much, and on behalf of my wife, uh, we appreciate this. Thank you. For the process server, here's an ideal gift for you, an Elgin American cigarette case with today's smart new leather-like look. Thank you very much. Now, let's play you bet your life for $1,500. Run your $20 into more than the other couples, and you get a chance at the big question later. And I can't tell you how much they won, but George has gone off stage to remind our listeners. The butcher and the housewife are ahead with $30. Here we go. Let's see how high you can build your $20. You selected uh, foreign monetary units as your category. That's right. Now, you have $20, so how much are you going to try? $10. $10. That's... Here's your first question. You're going to bet $10. What is the monetary unit of Mexico? The peso. The peso is right, huh? They're on their way. They have $30. Remember, you're going for $1,500 tonight. How much of your $30 will you bet? Talk right up. 25. 25. 25. What is the monetary unit of the Netherlands? That's a tough one. It's based upon the English pound. Nothing is based on the English pound anymore, huh? I'm sorry, it's the Gilder, G-U-I-L-D-E-R. They now have $5. You now have $5. Now, here's your third question. How much of the five are you going to try? Try four. Try four. All right. All right. What is the monetary unit of Japan? The yen. The yen is correct. Now they have $9. All right, you've climbed up to Mount McKinley. You've got $9. (laughs) Here's your last chance to beat the other couples. How much of the nine are you going to risk? Nine. Nine. Okay. What is the monetary unit of Canada? Canadian dollar. The Canadian dollar is right, huh? And they wind up with $18. You wound up with $18. But that means that the butcher and the housewife with $30 get the chance at the $1,500 question. The name Elgin American means the very finest quality designing, finish, and craftsmanship. The best value. In exquisite compacts, gorgeous simulated pearls, magnificent dresser sets, magic action lighters, wondrous lighter cases, distinguished cigarette cases, handsome military sets, fascinating musical humidors. Your favorite store has a complete assortment of the newest Elgin American styles right now. See them. And for your own proud use. For thrilling prestige gifts, always by Elgin American. And here's the winning couple, Groucho, the butcher and the housewife. Back again to try for $1,500, eh? Good luck. I'll give you 15 seconds to decide on a single answer between you, so talk it over thoroughly. And please, no help from the audience. Who is the head of government in Yugoslavia? He is now under fire by Russia. (laughs) 
And what is the answer you two have decided upon? We think it's Tito. Marshal Tito is right. That's right, you win $1,500. Now, what are you going to do with the money? I know one thing I need very much, and it's a new Umbrella. gas range. A gas range, huh? That's one thing I need. And what are you, are you going to buy? Well, I'm going to give us some meat for a gas range? Huh? <laughs> could be. Yes, you could. Huh? No, I'm going to try to help my youngster through college. He's well, going to school in San Francisco on the GI Bill. You couldn't, you couldn't give the money for a better purpose. You received those lovely gifts from Elgin American. You won $30 plus $1,500. You won $1,530. Congratulations to both of you. You Bet Your Life is a John Goodell production, transcribed from Hollywood, directed by Bob Dwan and Bernie Smith. Music by Jerry Fielding. Remember, next week's Big Question pays $1,000. Be sure to tune in again next Wednesday night at this time for You Bet Your Life, starring Groucho Marx, presented by the creators of America's most beautiful compacts, smartest cigarette cases, magic action lighters, and finest dresser sets. Elgin American. Good night, folks. Have you looked at your compact lately? And don't miss Bing Crosby. He's next, you know. Good night. I love old time radio with your host, Virtual Vinny. Welcome back. $2,000 for a wedding. As a DJ, I know that two grand is a budget wedding. But of course, 2000 and 1949 is about 20 grand. So that's a hell of a wedding. And that's going to do it for our program. You can find I Love Old Time Radio on iTunes, the Google Play Store, Stitcher, Spotify, and on our website at iloveoldtimeradio.com. You can also listen to us on your Alexa device through TuneIn. Please take the time to rate us and leave a review as well. Like us on Facebook at I Love Old Time Radio. Follow us on Twitter at I Love OT Radio. Comments and questions can be directed to our website at iloveoldtimeradio.com. If you'd like to help support this show, you can do so at support.iloveoldtimeradio.com or by joining our Vintage Radio Club and get an extra episode a week. And speaking of Vintage Club members, tomorrow we'll be posting The Bullet from the CBS Radio Mystery Theater. It's a story of a soldier who believes that there's a bullet and it's designed especially for you. And if it's your bullet, it will find you no matter where you are. The Shadow returns on Monday... And Groucho will be back next Friday for some more You Bet Your Life. For iloveoldtimeradio.com, this is Virtual Vinny signing off. <laughs>